0: 재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵 Did you know? 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 Did you know?
1: Did you know? Did you
0: know? Did you know what it's like to be the first couple of Westerners to set foot in Korea? You'd have to be awfully old to know that, several hundred years at least. But we've got Michelle Kang here from the Seoul Global Center to tell us a little bit more about it in her weekly Did You Know segment. Hey, Michelle.
1: Hey, Kurt. It's good to see you back it's in the It's <laughs> wonderful to see you as well
0: and uh, to talk to you. I guess this is part two yeah. of, of something you started with uh who mm-hmm. is who was here to replace me the, for the past two weeks and I'm immensely grateful to him. Um, the idea being the first uh, foreigners to, to see Korea or to expose Korea to the world?
1: That's right. That's exactly right. Um, his name is Hendrik Hamel. Mm-hmm. Um, he came to Korea in 1653. Uh, he was with uh, 36 other crew members mm. uh, and then we just talked about how um, he lived a life here in Korea, and how he wrote a book about his adventures in Korea.
0: Fascinating. So Hamel, with a name like Hamel, it sounds like he was Dutch.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: And uh, you talked about him last week, then. Mm-hmm. Okay. And apparently, he was. Was he? Uh, he he. Land, he didn't land in Korea intentionally.
1: No, he was on the way to Japan actually, and his um, ship. Was shipwrecked on a Teju island.
0: Imagine, ooh, well, if you're gonna be shipwrecked, that's not (laughs) a bad choice of a place. Uh, and so imagine his surprise and his Mm -hmm. crew's surprise and the people who lived there. All of a sudden, we've got this, uh, 30-something, uh, Dutch guys Mm -hmm. walking around.
1: That's right. I mean, what was
0: that, what was that interaction like?
1: (laughs) Well, of course, they couldn't really communicate with each other, um, and As soon as they were spotted by the local people there, they were taken to the Jeju governor. Um, The governor reported their arrival to the royal court in Seoul, Mm. and uh, he was waiting for the reply from King. While he was waiting, he threw parties for Hamel and his crew members. It
0: sounds like fun. I don't mean (laughs) to make light of a shipwreck. It's a terrible thing but uh you know if you, if if you find yourself in that situation and suddenly mm-hmm. uh the governors throwing you parties and giving you free hungle lessons and that's all that right. stuff <laughs> i mean talk about turning lemons into lemonade right
1: <laughs> that's right so in the meantime San king uh back then it was Hojong he received this report and then he sent a person named Pagyan to mm. Jeju to investigate where they were from and where they were headed uh Pagun was a government employee and an interpreter. But you know what, Kurt? Pagun was not Korean.
0: Ah, uh, well, then if he wasn't Korean, mm-hmm. what was he? Was he uh Chinese?
1: No. Uh there was a Chinese translator, Japanese translator, but he was a uh, a person who speaks probably other languages. Ah. Uh, and then, to be more um accurate, Pagy is the first Dutchman who set foot on the Korean Peninsula in sixteen twenty six
0: wow, and i I assume Pageyan actually meant to go to Korea, or did he also shipwreck on the coast?
1: right, just like Hamel.
0: You're kidding me. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs>
1: no, I'm not
0: he, he shipwrecked as well,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did anybody come to Korea intentionally in the
1: 1600s? Um, There were some other people who from other countries like Portugal and uh, other European countries, but they were the first Dutch people. I see. Mm-hmm.
0: So Park Yeon catches up with uh, his Dutch friends down in Jeju and That's says, right. Listen, I, I know what you're going through. <laughs> Believe me, I really know what you're going through. Uh, so I did this whole uh, shipwrecked in Korea thing, and now I speak pretty good Korean, sure. and I'm going to walk you through it.
1: Yeah. That's right.
0: That's a pretty, I'd love to read a book or see a movie about this Oh, these I know, guys. I
1: know, right. Um, his real name is Jan Veldebre. Okay. I hope it's uh, the right pronunciation, but he's got this name, Korean name, uh, Jan, Jan from Jan and uh, Veldebre, Pak, Korean uh, surname Pak is from Veldebre, I think. And he was a Dutch sailor and, uh, Pagyan was also a member of the Dutch East India Company, and his ship, um, and then his crew were, uh, shipwrecked on its way to Nagasaki, hmm. and they ended up on an island off the south coast. Um, yeah. And then uh, there was an interesting role back then. The Joseon, uh, dynasty, they didn't allow any captured foreigner to be released. So. Well, these,
0: these guys were considered captured? They were considered sort of mild POWs, kind of?
1: Mm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So um, he had no choice but to stay in Korea. Uh, and then King gave him a Korean name and then made him join the army camp and then produced various weapons like muskets and cannons.
0: Uh, so there was some technology transfer there.
1: Yeah, that's right. The
0: Dutch taught them how to make things mm-hmm. go Kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, that, that works out nicely for Korea.
1: I know. Interestingly, you know, um, Korea has this uh, very well, small but powerful cannon called Hongipo. Hmm. And Pagyon actually invented this. Oh, and then he made a great contribution to the war between Joseon and the uh, Qing dynasty of China. Um, and then hmm. he probably was the first um, naturalized foreigner as a Korean citizen. I mean, naturalized Korean citizen.
0: Really? So, they, in the, even then, in the Joseon dynasty, they considered him a Korean citizen.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Would they allow him to intermarry?
1: Yeah, he actually fell in love with a Korean woman and he had the two children.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised that Korea in those conservative times would allow a so-called uh, captured foreigner mm-hmm. to interact on that level with uh, with Korea's women.
1: Right, and then if um, any listeners, if your Korean family name is Park, if it's Wonsan Park clan, then Park Yeon is the progenitor.
0: No kidding. He's your <laughs> forefather. Yes. You have Dutch blood. How's that feel? Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. I've, I'm, I, You know, I'm fascinated by these, these, you know, pak. You say there's only like five or six names in Korea, pak, tae, and so forth, kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you look back in history, mm-hmm. uh, there's all of these sort of sometimes feuding branches of the tree. Right. Uh, oh, I'm not that pak. I'm this pak.
1: Yeah, that's right. And
0: I even asked a friend of mine recently, now, if your daughter wanted Uh to marry uh, somebody with the same name, but from that other kind of distant clan. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, I'm afraid that would be impossible. So these conservative differences between clans still goes on nowadays. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Pak is a naturalized Korean who's actually Dutch, and he catches up with these guys on Jeju and becomes kind of their minder. Um, what a weird conversation they must have had with each other.
1: I know. So, Hamil actually wrote about this uh, in his book. As the two foreigners were having a conversation, they realized they were both from the Netherlands. Uh-huh. Um, but then, just imagine um, how emotional could Pagan be, right? Um, he has been living in Korea 26 or 27 years.
0: Marooned in Korea, basically. <laughs>
1: That's right. So, um, he just uh, just Couldn't do nothing but cry. Ah. Uh, Hamel said he cried so hard until the colors of his shirt was just soaking wet.
0: He had not heard a word of Dutch, had not heard any news back from Amsterdam or whatever since uh, 26 years. Right. Almost a lifetime.
1: mm -hmm. So he... Uh, forgotten most of his mother language over that period of time. Hmm. So they had a hard time to uh, communicate with each other. It's fascinating. First.
0: If you could really isolate somebody, if it were possible, say, in Korea, to be isolated and speak nothing but Korean all the time for th- almost 30 years, Yeah, I bet you, you know, you, anybody would, would forget uh, mm. how to express themselves easily in right. their native language. Right. But Korea is global nowadays and you can find every language, of course. But mm. back then, they didn't really even... Quite grasp where the Netherlands was, did they? I mean, back in the Joseon Dynasty,
1: I don't think so. Yeah, right. They
0: weren't that globalized yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened to these guys? Uh, do did were they eventually set free, or what?
1: Um, well, King and then his retainers had a really heated discussion. Some said, uh, they should send them back to Japan, or some argued they should stay here so Joseon could learn the artillery skills from them. Um, and then King made a decision. He decided to place them in the King's Guard to make them serve in the Joseon military. That's um, interesting. Yeah.
0: By the way, would the, Hamela and these guys, would they, um, military types, or were they merchant sailors or what?
1: Merchant sailors, they were just uh, uh, members of the Dutch East India Company. There okay,
0: was, so they right. were handy with muskets and mm-hmm. things like that, but right. they, these were not military strategists.
1: No, not really, but still. They kind of
0: got that role mm-hmm. when, when the king held on to them. Yeah, that's right. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hamel recalled in his book he, um, as a compensation for their work as members of the King's Guard, they received rice and clothing uh, as a stipend, and they received attention from Everybody, pretty much. And then Hamel says in his book, Joseon people were very jealous of the color of his skin. <laughs>
0: and thus, the seeds of the industry and in skin bleaching and <laughs> skin protection. <laughs> it's almost like that Garden of Eden moment when, when we realize, oh my God, there are white people. I want to be that. I can't believe it. Uh, and did they did they learn Korean?
1: Yeah, they did. Um, after one year or two, Hamel was able to learn the Korean language and had no problem talking to Koreans.
0: I imagine these guys were uh, on a low-level kind of rock stars in Joseon Dynasty Korea. I think
1: so. Everybody wanted to actually invite them to their houses. They wanted to have some conversation with them. Mm-hmm. That was obvious. But um, unlike Pagan, Hamel didn't want to permanently stay here for the rest of his life. Oh. Um, and then the Qing Chinese envoy visited Korea. Two of his friends, uh, Dutch men, approached the envoy and then bribed the officials and Attempted to escape with them, but that uh, plan was revealed. And the Chinese sent the runways back, uh, runaways back to the Chosun court and they died in prison. Unfortunately,
0: is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: So the king banished these uh, 33 Dutchmen to all different regions in Charla province, hoping to avoid any attempted escape.
0: All right, we're gonna leave the history there. Very fascinating stuff. Thanks very much, Michelle.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And Career Escape returns right after this.